Welcome to The Profitable Way. I am your host, Robin Gooding, and this is a podcast for entrepreneurs looking to do good in the world while pursuing profits and living a rich life. I truly believe that the missing link to multi-passionate, heart-centered entrepreneurs is the intersection of a holistic strategy, an efficient back-end system, and the soul work that focuses on our inner world so that our outer world can flourish. My clients have quit the cubicle, moved overseas for the digital nomad life, more than doubled their income, and expanded their lives using my signature framework that integrates strategy, systems, and soul. If you're looking to clarify your strategy, structure and optimize your systems, and amplify your soul work, you are in the right place. I promise to relentlessly support you making money online, doing what you love, so that you can live your version of an epic and rich life. Hello, welcome to today's episode. I am going to be talking about sales calls today and and what to do if they're not converting for you. So there's four questions that you can ask yourself if your sales calls are not converting. And these are going to give you really important clues to where you want to look next. Okay. So the first question is, am I giving away too much information or coaching too much on the call? All right. Am I giving away too much information or coaching on the call? The second question is, am I directly asking the right questions to understand how this problem affects my person? And then speaking to how my solution solves that problem for this client. So are you asking the right questions to understand the whole scope? Are you really hearing what all the nuances are for this problem? And then are you speaking directly to those and how your offer solves that? The third question, am I suffocating, squeezing, apologizing, or minimizing in any way? How can I be more confident and create safety and spaciousness on the call? Okay. A client of mine, Anna, she's amazing. She says that in order for someone to get to an empowered yes, no has to be on the table. And I completely agree with her. Part of our job is making both the yes and the no accessible, not forcing, coercing, or convincing someone to their yes. Okay. And so if you have too much of that suffocating energy, it reads like desperation. And energetically, it's going to be a a mismatch. People will feel that. And so then you'll get people who say yes on the call, but then ghost on the contract or ghost on the first call or the first payment, who have excuses for why they're not showing up, uh, even though they agreed to participate, whatever it is, you're just getting this mismatch. So if you're finding that to be common in your business, this is definitely a question you want to look at. Where are you maybe creating a squeezing or suffocating energy and how can you create a more empowered yes? And then the last question is, am I following someone else's script or am I allowing an organic conversation with structure to support the sale? Robotic and textbook just feels icky. It feels gross. It feels, it just doesn't feel good. And I know that when you're first doing sales calls, it's easy to feel nervous or anxious on the call to to want to have some prompts, right? And that's okay. Prompts are good. 
But anytime you're reading directly from someone else's script or you're not making it your own flow and you're not being fully present in that moment with the person that you're having a conversation with, that energy is not going to convert. It's not going to feel inviting to, the, to your lead. Okay, so having prompts is one thing. Having a general outline is great. Having things that you can lean on if you start to feel a little bit nervous or feel lost, great. But as you build confidence, like really make it your own and really find ways to be fully present in the moment with the person on the call with you. Now, if you find, if we go back to question number one, which is, am I giving away too much information or coaching on the call? If you find that you're doing that, I want you to really do a gut check on your nervous system response here. Like when you feel nervous, are you dropping into a fawn response or people pleasing response where you're overgiving and you're wanting to overgive? instead of just holding your boundaries and being contained, energetically contained, and in all the ways contained to show up for the call for what that call is. It's not a coaching call. It's a sales call. You don't have to overgive for someone to see worth and value in your work. You can hold firm boundaries, and that's actually very sexy to your lead. All right? So... Check in with yourself there. Am I, maybe I've got some mind stuff, mindset stuff coming up for me around how much I should be giving away for free right now. Maybe I'm giving away things that are really only meant for my coaching clients. And then an easy way to get back into integrity there is to think about your paid clients and to honor them, right? Because they're paying you for things that, they're in, they're they've invested in they should have access to that someone who's getting on a sales call with you should not so checking in your your response there and your boundaries okay and question number 2 around asking the right questions it's really important that you truly listen and you read between the lines really feel into what is present for this person. And that's why script doesn't always work because you have to actually be in the moment with them. You have to feel what's coming up for them so that you can hear what's not being said. Right? Does that make sense? Like you have to hear what's not being said. And you can't do that if you're nervously looking at what comes next on the script. (laughs) doesn't work that way. So these questions are things that are going to really help you refine your sales call and check in with yourself around where you need to have more boundaries, where you need to maybe listen more, where you need to be more present, where you need to stop apologizing or minimizing or squeezing anyone into a yes, and where you're really allowing it to feel organic and and personal to you, what works for you. Sales calls are one of the best ways to have a touch point with your community, to really feel into the pulse of what someone sees you as in terms of a solution to their problem. And I've talked about this before with objections, but anytime any of my clients get nervous about sales calls, usually it's because they're worried about objections and things kind of coming up and being thrown at them. But even objections are invaluable data 
It's someone telling you what matters to them. And that's the gift of a sales call. It's someone saying, hey, this matters to me. This is where I'm struggling. This is where I potentially see you as a solution. Can you help me? And we really don't need to make it more complicated than that. We really don't need to make it more emotionally charged or personal than that. Okay? Thank you for being here. Good luck on your sales calls this week. I'm going to challenge you to try to get at least two people on a sales call this week and think about these four questions so that you are allowing yourself to show up for them from a pure place, from a human place, from a place of presence and a place of seeking to understand before being understood. Have a beautiful day. I'll be back here with you next week. I'm Robin Gooding, and you've been listening to the Profitable Way podcast. You can follow me on Instagram at robin.gooding and join the Facebook community through the link in my Instagram bio. It would mean the world to me if you would subscribe, rate, and review this episode so that I can continue to share this message with other entrepreneurs looking to pursue their dream online. I hope you'll join in next week for another episode and I hope that you always remember that the best is yet to come.